0: Hey, it's CityCast Houston. Thanks for calling. Leave us a message and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Hi, this is Christy Haley. It's the Menil family with their art museum free to the public. It's Mary at the breakfast club, greeting us like family. It's the Ballard house and that place is packed with volunteers daily. It's Brene Brown, teaching us how to be a better person. It's the neighbor who mows my 83 year old father's lawn when he isn't looking. I'm not sure it's one person, but it is all of us as a whole when we decide on a daily basis to make Houston great.
1: Thanks. It's a cliche. The thing that makes Houston so great, everybody always says, is the people. But what the heck does that mean? Today, we're really getting into it. A whole lot of CityCast listeners and people we know have called in to say... What exactly makes this city run? It's Tuesday, May 17th, 2022. I'm Lisa Gray, and this is CityCast Houston.
2: Yes, uh, good morning. This is Ian Rosenberg, and I think we're just a city of great people. And for me, it's all the people who uh, you'll never know their names. But the people in Houston that make it great are the ones whose
0: names you'll never know. Hi City Pass Houston, this is Susan Farb Morris. I have a nomination and her name is Anat Ronan and she came to Houston from Israel several years ago and to get her green card, she ended up applying for some kind of program to do art murals and she really hadn't done very many of them in her life she's very much self-taught and that actually put her on a path to create some of the most magnificent murals in the city of houston and i think she has helped make houston a better place to live her heart her art (laughs) and her heart um are expressed uh around uh greater houston
1: in hospitals and schools if you drive around Houston, you probably know Anat Ronan's hyper-realistic murals, including her latest one in Fifth Ward's Finnegan Park. She just painted a mural celebrating Ketanji Brown Jackson's becoming the first black woman on the Supreme Court. We were really excited then that Anat Ronan called in. Hey, this is Anat Ronan. We moved here fifteen years ago.
3: Um, we tried two other cities once we got into the US. We come from Israel. And really, since the the very first moment we landed here, we felt that it's a place we can be ourselves. We felt it can be a home, our home. I mean, um, home for me is a little bit uh, more fluid than, than most. I, I moved so many times in my life that I don't know what home means, But but now definitely this is our home. And I love it, and I love the people here. And as an artist, every time that I travel and I go to beautiful places, everybody asks me, "So why, why do you stay? Why are you staying in, in Houston? It's not particularly pretty." And I'm like, you know what? Uh, it feels extra special. Extra, um, I'm, I'm on a mission to make it a little bit better and a little bit uh, more beautiful with my art. So uh, I'm kind of like an underdog kind of person. So um, that's how I feel uh, that I'm giving back to the city who basically accepted us here.
1: So if it's the people who make Houston great, which people are those? Our next few callers talk about individuals.
0: Hey, CityCast, I'm enjoying the podcast. My name is Ginger Gross. You guys are looking for good stories. I do some volunteer work for Habitat for Humanity here in Houston. And, I mean, that organization, you can't say enough good things about anyway, right? They do so many things. It's multifaceted. But one of my favorite things about it is the woman who is over the volunteer construction days. Her name is Sammy. And I think she just has a great way with people, the fact that she's a female and she's empowering females to feel confident in handling power tools and and doing things maybe they've not had the – the courage to try on their own, you know, so they come out and they're just willing to help. And then they go away with not only having helped someone, but having been helped and having been encouraged and strengthened. And she's great and she's doing great things for Houston. Thanks.
2: Good morning. This is Neil Miggins. I have nominated Phil Brayton, B-R-A-Y-T-L-N, otherwise known as the Tan Man. Phil's just a great guy. You can see him around town on Facebook. He's always wearing his token sports coat with his chest uh, exposed. He's very, he's very much a gentleman. He's a host. I, I think in real life, he's a funeral director. So he has that kind of southern hospitality. Uh, he always says God bless Houston. He goes to different places. He's a real big figure at the Renaissance Festival. Uh, he was featured uh, as well at the Astros game, and the, you can't miss it. It's on ESPN, behind the home run zone there. Oh, my. The, God, the Godfather checking out the game. And they're like, who is that guy? He's got a cigar. Why is he not the sweet? Why isn't he in the front row? Why isn't he in the dugout? That's what why is he not hitting? He's just a character, a real Southern gentleman. We need more like him. Definitely one of my all-time favorite Houstonians. Good morning, my name is Noah M. Horwitz. My contribution is a longtime writer in this city named John Nova Lomax. He is an eminently talented scribe. His work with the Houston Press, Texas Monthly, and now most recently Texas Highway is dazzling. But one of the things that Lomax does that I think exemplifies Houston very well is the sociality of his Facebook page. Houston doesn't have a local magazine, not a real one. Dallas has D magazine. As far as history, even Galveston has Galveston Monthly. And this is part and parcel of Houston's great uh, issue, which is that everybody knows that we uh, tear down our history, but we also tear it down from an intellectual point of view. We're a city of great art and magnificent skyscrapers, but we're essentially poor like trash and our inability to write anything down or value anything in the past. So the closest thing to D Magazine, or any real serious magazine that we have in this town, is John Lomax's Facebook page.
0: My name is Kasha. I am a writer, and Houston has been my home for the last 12 years. The people who make Houston special. For me, it meant that when my husband was shot while walking our dog three years ago, the amount of love and support we immediately received from folks driving into the hospital, staying with the kids, organizing a massive search for our dog, bringing us food, all of that helped soften the blow of that trauma. And it's actually the two things that immediately come to my mind when I think about what's the worst and the best about Houston. It's the scariest moment of my life, followed by what felt like the biggest hug. That's Houston and its people for me.
2: Thanks. Hello there, my name is Andy McCarthy, uh, and next month will actually mark my 10th year living here in Houston. It is the feeling of being sincerely welcome just about everywhere you go. Uh, Whether you're going to a large event, a random meetup you found online, or simply coming across a neighborhood gathering, the folks who call Houston home are just welcoming without preconditions and you can feel comfortable just about anywhere. For the longest time, I considered myself a Midwesterner living in Houston, but after experiencing the amount of unprecedented kindness and care that came out of so many people following Hurricane Harvey in 2017, and seeing the speed with which that neighborly compassion mobilized, I officially felt myself cross that threshold and uh, felt like sort of a full-blown Houstonian after that moment.
0: Hi, my name is Krista Forster, and I've lived in Houston since 1990. And Sarah Gish is my pick for one of Houston's best people. She's one of Houston's biggest boosters. If you want to talk about how much you love Houston, find Sarah Gish and Gush together. She has given her all to this city with her summer book, her dish picks, her art carring. She's both normal and completely wild both in the best ways just like Houston
1: thanks and now we're moving from individuals to Houston as a group as a collective as a place of the heart and the spirit
2: hello this is Alan Bartel I'm a listener from Willis Texas and one of the things I think makes Houston unique is the lack of pretense in many of the cultural scenes and I think the art car scene in particular really exemplifies that the acceptance and openness of that community and there's one person that i feel like exemplifies the openness of that community that's brian taylor owner of the santa car
3: robert gibbons here
2: there was a saying in the 1970s in houston you are what you say you are until you can't That was referring to Houston being such a growing place that, for instance, if you said you were a carpenter, they just handed you a hammer and told you to go to work because it was faster to watch you fail at being a carpenter than it was to check your credentials. And if you could do the work, no one cared about your credentials. That phenomenon made Houston really the home, the origin story city for what is now called do-it-yourself culture.
0: My name is Aurora Lozada. I think people in Houston embrace diversity and truly embrace diversity. They love mingling and mixing with, with those who come from different cultures and places. As much as New Yorker habits, really, they don't care that much. So I think that Houston really cares. They, they do care in Houston, and that makes it very, very special. Thank you.
2: Hey, CityCast Houston, this is Alan West, and I'm calling to leave a message about why it's the people that make Houston great. We've heard that a lot, but I've always heard that if you don't like the people in Houston, just wait 10 minutes. All right. Thanks. Later.
3: Hi, I'm an immigrant. My name is Sarah Isar. I came to the U.S. for my graduate degree and ended up loving it so much here that I stayed. I love how Houston is diverse, and that's thanks to the people that come here from all over the world, and the food scene is richer for that. My foodie friends will agree with me. Most of my colleagues are immigrants as well. And prior to COVID, lunchtime was a very festive moment in our day. There were foods from all over the world. And uh, an anecdote about Tahirih. In our recruiting process, one question we ask all candidates is, if we had a potluck, what food would you bring? I know it's not the most determining question to hiring a candidate, but close though. Hi
2: there, Tigor Alexander. People say this is great because it means the the climate sucks, but you can turn a buck here because the other people are also here to turn a buck. Basically, Everybody's on the Hustle, I'm happy to help out a fellow Hustler.
3: Hi, this is Karen Warren, staff photographer at the Houston Chronicle. I've been able to start a conversation with anyone, anywhere, about something Houston-related, or, or not, even, in any situation, anywhere. I've tried to do that in other cities about something related to their own town, and that rarely works. People look at me like I have two heads or something. Houston continues to amaze me in that regard and reassures me that I made the best decision to move out of Austin 25 years ago.
2: Yeah this is Dennis Dillow and I'm calling about the people that make your area great. I would just like to say the librarians at any branch who don't go above and beyond their job to make their neighborhood better, I've never met. (laughs) They're all angels. Just wanted to give a shout out to the librarians when it comes to people that make their place better. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hi,
0: this is Jennifer Mathieu-Blessington. I am a novelist and English teacher here in Houston. And I think the people that make Houston great are the folks that work at our independent bookstores like Blue Willow and Brazos and Murder by the Book. I think that they are such an important part of our city because they support local writers like me and they have a knack for knowing how to find that just right book that lifts our hearts and stimulates our minds. So shout out to the great people at Houston's independent bookstores. Hi, this is Carolina and I was just calling to talk about the Houston Blue Society. They're a safety net for musicians here. They, they help teach students and bring up the next generation. And it's all to keep alive this music that's unique to Houston, you know, swamp, Gulf Coast, blues music that's like nothing else anywhere in the world. It's our own music. It doesn't sound like Memphis. <laughs> it doesn't sound like Paris. It doesn't sound like Chicago. And that's ours. That's Houston Blues Society and the Houston Blues Music.
2: blues. Will take you back to win.
1: Thanks to everybody who called in. We really appreciate it. All right, next up, I am here with producer Farrell Gibbs. Farrell, what is going on around Houston today? Thank you, Lisa.
2: Well, Houston's gas prices hit an all-time high yesterday, $4.16, which was the average in Houston. It was about $0.38 below the national average, which was also an all-time record. The reasons listed in the Chronicle for the price hike in this area were, of course, the high cost of oil and also that refineries are using a more costly summer blend of gas. As for any relief in sight. When asked about this on Monday on CNN, Andy Lipow, who's the frequently cited energy consultant from our area, said that $5 per gallon gas could be a distinct possibility. When asked about it, he said, quote, we are well on our way there.
1: That is it for our show today. If you enjoy this kind of thing, sign up for our newsletter. It's at houston.citycast.fm. We'll be back tomorrow. Bye.
2: Hey City Cast, this is James, and what makes Houston special? It's not. It's just that the surrounding counties tend to make us look good by comparison. And I say this looking from my window where I can actually see Fort Bend from
0: here.